0: Good afternoon. We're going to learn a little bit one of the laws that we find pertaining to Ebed-Iri, that's a Jewish slave. For background, a Jew becomes a slave in two situations. One, if he is so impoverished that he has to sell himself. And the Gemara in Kedushin describes a series of events that take place till the person reaches the point of having to sell himself. Uh, and it's, it's primarily uh, described in a situation where he has violated the prohibition against selling the crops that grow on the seventh year on Shemitah, and as a result of that, he uh, has a downturn financially. He'll have to sell first his material items, movable items, and then, if he didn't take heart to this, uh, take this to heart to repent, he will. Continue to fall financially, he will have to sell his field. After that, the Gemara says, he will wind up selling his house and wind up even continuously going further and further, even, even borrowing money with interest which is forbidden, and finally the last stage of selling himself as an evidentiary because he has reached such a desperate financial state. Another example would be where he steals and he has no money to pay back. In that case, Bezn is empowered to sell him to the party to whom he owes the money so that he can pay off his debt through the work that he's going to perform for the master. The Torah tells us that the master is not allowed to cause his Jewish servant to work in a harsh and painful manner. What is included in this prohibition against Making him work in a harsh manner. And there are two examples that are given. Rahm spells them out in the beginning of Ilkhas One is to give him work that does not have a clear amount, a clear ending. You could say to him, Work in the field till I get back. And it's not known to the Evet how long it's going to be. The like explains Evet might think it's going to be for an hour. may wind up being two hours or more. And he will be. Very disappointed and very pained by that increased amount of work more than he was expecting even though there's no necessary reason why he had assumed that in the first place but still the Torah is concerned for that. Another example is the Rambam brings that he should not ask the servant to do a service that he doesn't need even if it's a very minimal action like warming up a cup of water, or cooling off a cup of water. The master doesn't need it. He's just uh, asking the advent to do it, so he should keep busy, doesn't want him to be sitting around, not uh, doing something, not keeping active. It's not a justification. It's cool that he's acting in a harsh and degrading manner towards his Jewish servants, and this is forbidden by the Torah. But what is quite noteworthy is how we find that in regard to this law, the Torah says, the Torah ends off the Pasuk, which describes this halacha with the words, You should fear your Hashem. And Rashi explains that the Master might say, Who knows whether or not I really need this? Nobody will know. The himself doesn't know. How could he know if I really need this cup of hot water or if I need the warm cup cooled off? So to this the Torah says you should know, you should remember that Hashem is aware of your thoughts. And this is really an opportunity to fulfill the mitzvah of true recognition of Hashem when it's a situation where no one else could know whether I'm doing the right thing or the wrong thing and it's between me and Hashem only. So in this context, we have to ask, and that means that, that the evid himself doesn't even realize that the master is asking him to do something that the master doesn't directly need. So what is the Torah concerned about? Why is this considered a situation of giving him harsh labor? Where is the harm? Where is the damage? And Rechai Yeshua explains, brought in a sefer. Sikhais Musar, page Kufman Zayan, that the real damage has taken place is in the heart and mind of the master. If he asks the evid to do something that he doesn't really need, just to busy work, then that can cause the master to in some way lose respect for the evid or to relate to him. In a manner of some kind of inequality. And the Torah writes specifically on the contrary, to treat him as a brother, the Ramah brings that. Meaning there should be nothing of the slightest nature that can cause the master to have a lowered esteem of this Jewish servant. So it's an insight to the degree that the Torah directs us to maintain the highest level of respect for our fellow Jew. And certainly, this is um, under, quite understandable in light of the way the Chavitz Chaim describes, as we learned previously, the mitzvah of al kamocha to give to our fellow Jew with love the same kind of a consideration that we want for ourselves. Certainly every person wants that they should not, in any way, lose esteem in the eyes of their fellow man. And we could even suggest that they could even be an impact upon the evid because we know the human heart is so delicate and so sensitive that if the master is in some way looking down upon him and is not concerned for causing him to do work that he doesn't really need, then the evid could quite possibly quite likely sense that and be harmed by that and hurt by that even on a very deep subconscious level. and. It would seem worthwhile to take note that all this is taking place in the context of what the Gemara described, as he mentioned before. That this person who came to the point of having to sell himself as an Evid, it's because he transgressed the prohibition of the Torah of selling, doing business with the crops of the seventh year and he repeated that transgression over and over and over again and didn't take to heart to do tshuva when he had the chance and continued despite numerous misfortunes and even about such a person the Torah wants his esteem to be preserved in the fullest most complete way and perhaps uh, that's relationship of respect on the master's part even be the starting point for the Abed to try to regain his own respect for himself and pick himself up out of the lowered states that he brought himself to and do a real full tshuva and regain all the good that the Torah wants him to receive. Thank you very much. Okay.